0: Welcome to our latest episode of One Time Pods, a series of podcasts for Dr. Breff's first year seminar dedicated to exploring different facets of cryptography. My name is Thomas Ditsworth and today we will be discussing RSA security, a system used to encrypt much of our activity online, from everyday emails to important banking transactions. More specifically, we will be discussing the fundamentals behind RSA security, namely the specific problem at its core that makes it as secure and inherently difficult to break as it is. Through this, we can begin to understand the strength of the system we entrust with our most precious information and decide how much faith we really want to put into it. In the year 2000, the Clay Mathematics Institute announced that to celebrate the field at the turn of the century, they would be awarding prizes of $1 million to the person who solved one of seven problems at the heart of a variety of different fields. Since then, only one prize has been claimed, and the other six continue to serve as roadblocks within their respective fields. One of these problems, named P versus NP, has been explored for the past 50 years, and despite numerous attempts, no solution exists. It is beneath, beneath this problem that the heart of our encryption systems lie, and thus is where our story begins. First might be helpful to explain what P and NP even are. When examining problems we ask computers to solve, problems that are easy to check for correctness but difficult to find a solution for are classified as NP problems. NP stands for non-polynomial time, which reflects the fact that as the number of elements within a problem increases, or as you increase the magnitude of the numbers involved within the problem, the time required for a computer to solve them grows exponentially. Think of a Sudoku puzzle, for example. Personally, a standard 9x9 puzzle can be pretty challenging, but computers can solve them nearly instantaneously. However, as you increase the number of rows and columns, the problem becomes far more complex, getting out of hand for even our fastest computers. Despite this, it would be incredibly easy to see if the puzzle were complete. Just check and make sure all the numbers in the rows and columns follow the rules of Sudoku. On the other hand, key problems stand for polynomial time. These problems are incredibly easy to solve for computers, as their difficulty grows much slower as the complexity of it gets higher. A good example of this is multiplication, as while it might be more time consuming if the numbers multiplied are very large, it does not take computers very long. At this point, it is important to note that not all problems fit within these two categories. Chess, for example, is neither a P nor an NP problem, as it is nearly impossible to calculate every single possible outcome. Finally, within NP, there's a subset of problems called NP-complete that have proven to be just as difficult as any other NP problem. This is significant because a solution for any of these would not only result in a solution for the rest of the NP-complete problems, but also any problem within the NP class as well. It is worth mentioning now that there are a multitude of other classes, such as NP-hard and X and consists of inherently more difficult problems, such as chess, which we discussed earlier. Now, I'm sure at this point you're wondering what any of this has to do with encryption. To understand this, we also need a basic comprehension of the math behind RSA. To give you a little preview, the fundamental concepts of RSA security relies on the difficulty of prime factorization. That is, given a number, finding all of the prime numbers that, when multiplied together, give you this large number. For example, the prime factors of 10 are 5 and 2, as the two of them multiplied together equal 10, but 5 and 2 are both prime, so they can't be broken down any further. In fact, prime factorization is one of these NP problems. It is very easy to find the solution if two very large numbers are multiplied together. But the most efficient way to find a large number's prime factors is to simply guess and check. And while that may seem easy in our previous example, if I were to give you 916,739, I'm sure it would take you quite a while to figure out that that is in fact 619 multiplied by 1,481. It is important to quickly note the magnitude of numbers computers currently use. 2,048-bit RSA, which is the current standard, would take classical computers approximately 300 trillion years to break an RSA encryption key using brute force, according to quintessential labs. The one-way nature of this function is what makes it so useful in cryptography. In RSA, messages are encoded with something called a public key. This key is able to be shared with anyone, and once a message is encoded with this public key, it can only be decrypted with the respective private key. If I were to try and send a message to Bob, I would encrypt it using his public key, which in turn would mean he would be the sole person able to decrypt it using his own respective private key. These keys are generated using very, very large prime numbers and rely on the inherent difficulty in reversing them for this process to be secured. Additionally, it is far more practical than anything we've seen before. Throughout all of history, if you wanted to send someone an encrypted message, you would encode it with some key, and that would be the same key needed to decrypt it. Therefore, if you wanted to send someone a message, you had to establish that key beforehand. In RSA, there is no need to do so, as someone's public key, which is used to encrypt messages, is available to everyone. Instead of encrypting the entire message using RSA, in practice, many times a message is encoded using other methods, and only the key is encrypted and then sent. This results in the most efficient way to secure messages. It is now clear to see the implications of the p versus mp problem. The essence of the problem is determining if all the problems within mp are also a part of p. In other words, if you're able to check an answer to a question in polynomial time, can you solve it in polynomial time. If it turns out that all mp problems can, in fact, be broken down or simplified, we would be able to factor large numbers just as quickly as we can multiply them. Instantaneously, our method for generating and securing public and private keys will become completely vulnerable. It is this public and private key tandem that services such as banking, email, web browsers, VPN, and many other facets of our everyday lives depend so heavily on their security. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Are we close to solving P versus MP? Luckily for our modern encryption, the answer is no. Despite about 3,000 known NP-complete problems, nobody has been able to find a solution for any of them. In fact, in a 2019 survey done of experts, 99% of them believe that P does not equal NP, which would imply that there are some problems inherently difficult for our modern computers. However, nobody's also been able to prove this, and thus the mystery remains unsolved. Another potential issue for the future of RSA encryption is quantum computing. Theoretically, a perfect quantum computer with a little over 4,000 qubits could break the 2048-bit RSA encryption in about 10 seconds. That's 10 seconds compared to 300 trillion years. The good news is that we're nowhere near having a functional quantum computer that works as well. In fact, the closest thing we have is a computer by Google that has about 72 qubits and still is nowhere near being a perfectly working computer however this should not completely erase any doubts about rsa encryption throughout history different forms of security have some code breakers before being ultimately broken everything works until it doesn't every form of encryption is secure until it isn't breakthroughs are just that breakthroughs they're impossible to predict so who knows when the day will come if the day will come or if In this case, it's even possible for the day to come. With the potential for disaster indefinitely looming over RSA security, there's a chance that our most secure data and forms of communication could be compromised. It is up to you as an individual to determine how much faith to put into our modern forms of cryptography. Throughout history, historical figures from Mary Queen of Scots to the Nazi regime have been blindsided by the decryption of their codes and paid a heavy price for it, With tons of funding and interest, quantum computing is far away, but on the rise, and the P versus MP problem will continue to draw interest until it is proven either way. Until that day comes, our dependence on this type of technology will most likely continue, and there is an incredible amount of uncertainty as to what will happen next. This has been another episode of One Time Pod. Once again, my name is Thomas Ditsworth.